Welcome to a new episode of the Future of Business podcast. I'm April Corey with Fast Future Publishing, and today we feature a reading by Anna Simpson on her chapter, Futures Journalism, a Manifesto. If you're interested in learning more about the book, The Future of Business, or our author, Anna Simpson, drop by fastfuturepublishing.com. In her chapter, Anna Simpson, a Singapore-based author and curator of Forum for the Futures, Future Center, examines the current crisis in the practice and institutions of journalism and news reporting, and argues the need for journalism to evolve by learning from the practices of futures and foresight research. Here's Anna Simpson reading Futures Journalism, a manifesto from The Future of Business. Hello, I'm Anna Simpson. I'm an author, journalist and editor based in Singapore. I curate the Future Centre at Forum for the Future, tracking emerging trends and their implications to identify places where action could accelerate our transition to a sustainable future. Today, I'm reading for you Futures Journalism, a Manifesto. This was recently published in The Future of Business, the first book in the new Futurescape series, as edited by Rohit Talwa. My contribution falls in Section 7, Industry Futures, where the authors ask, how might old industries change and what new ones could emerge? Futures Journalism, a Manifesto The pace of change demands a new space for journalistic inquiry. What can journalism learn from futures techniques? Journalism both the practice of gathering and sharing information about the world today and the global institutions built to disseminate it is in crisis. Yet our need for systems to make sense of rapid change and inform our actions is pressing. This article proposes a new school of futures journalism to help us make sense of change and its implications and asks how it should look. A crisis of understanding. Nature Climate Change published a new paper in March 2015 which finds the Earth's climate system moving into a regime of multi-decadal rates of change that are unprecedented for at least the past 1,000 years. Lead author Dr Stephen Smith of the Pacific Northwest National Laboratory told Carbon Brief what was normal is going to keep changing. It is unlikely that we can avoid most of the changes projected for the next several decades. A couple of hundred tweets followed, but who really heard? Last year, we heard news that the Am Amundsen Sea segment of the West Antarctic Ice Sheet has reached the point of inevitable collapse. This is an event that will raise sea levels possibly more than a metre as soon as the next few hundred years. And yet it hardly registered, notes Ian Watt, an energy and climate specialist at Forum for the Future. If we are complacent, it might be symptomatic of the difficulty we face in distinguishing the relative significance of events. Big data rains down on us and we cower. There is no longer a pause in the day in which we conscientiously turn to the news and give it our full attention. There are few moments for sharing our response. We may express outrage, but how often do we really feel it? When do we act on it? This crisis of understanding comes at the same time as the collapse of journalism as we knew it. 
The problem is not a dearth of interest in the media, but rather an abundance of engagement with it and access to it. The rise of citizen reporting and even automated journalism, Wordsmith for one delivers millions of personalised recaps each football season, has made curation the buzz word of the day. There has always been a need for someone to shepherd insights. Traditionally, this was the role of the editor. Now, IBM is offering a curation software service using its Watson Artificial Intelligence software, which can guide subject experts through complex documents and data. However, software isn't the answer to our lack of perspective. What we need is a new approach to, ju to journalism, characterised by new forms of inquiry that can achieve insight, not just relating to the one subject, but across complex systems. Old forms of journalism have had their day. Newspapers were organised in sections. Magazines spoke to different trades. But too many stories were lost in the gaps. We need a way of looking at stories of change in a systemic way. Not just what they mean for our homes or cities or environment, but what they mean for all three. And not just in today's news, but in 10 or 50 years' time. We can't know how stories of change today will end, but we need to understand where they might lead. Looking beyond the news. What should such a practice of futures journalism look like? How would it differ from journalism as was? For a start, the emphasis shifts from reporting the data to understanding the implications, not just in a linear way, but as a system of consequences, political, social, environmental, and so on. Take climate change reporting as a case study. Conventional reports focus on the data. If they look ahead, they make projections as to the environmental impacts, sea level rise, flooding, changing weather patterns, and deductions, the need to divest from fossil fuels, for instance. This is valuable. What is lacking, however, is any sense of the systemic impacts and implications. What does the collapse of the West Antarctic ice sheet mean in relation to other global trends, such as competition for land, global economic shifts, and the rise in religion? Crucially, the journalist would then circle back from these questions to the current context. How should this perspective affect our decisions in the here and now? Journalists can learn from the way in which futurists facilitate this sort of inquiry. The role of the futurist is to help people to be aware, not of the numbers really, but of the movement, explains futurist Charlene Collison. A crucial part of our value as futurists is simplifying complex data into movements and patterns to which people can respond, she says. Data can make us aware. We can use it to back up our case for action, but we generally make decisions based on what we value and what we feel to be right. Change agendas and ethics. In light of this, the futures journalist needs a new ethical charter. The conventional framework for journalism is characterized by principles such as freedom of expression and the fundamental right of citizens to receive truthful information and honest opinions. But when we talk about the future, we also influence it, shaping aspirations in design practice. This means the future's journalist carries responsibility towards the possible worlds they are shaping, as well as the current context they are reporting. The relationship between their assumptions, their agendas, and their practice 
takes on a heightened significance. A recent call for papers by the Journal of Future Studies asked authors to surface as many of their own assumptions as possible, theories of social change, epistemology and images of the past and future that inform their discourse and work. Why is this so important? It is because we must break through our assumptions if we are to imagine things differently. When we talk about the future, we create spaces in which to imagine. New cultures, identities, designs and actions become possible. If these spaces aren't wide enough to allow change, there can be no action, even if there is an obviously pressing need. Climate change is the paramount example here. Just as important as self-awareness, though, is awareness of others. A lot of writing about the future focuses on the scientific breakthroughs and transformative technologies, and asks how people will adapt. If we are to imagine a world that works for people, establishing systems where famine and poverty are anomalies and not inevitabilities, then we must put humanity at the heart of our inquiries. This will take courage, because some of the places we explore will be deeply uncomfortable. We will need to re-establish both empathy and trust so that we can ask difficult questions with respect for the lives the data describes. It's an urgent calling. A new school of futures journalism. We need a new school of futures journalism, with an emphasis on long-term and systemic reflection. Finance for this practice will be based on recognition for the value of far-sighted inquiry into the complex implications of change today. It is a very different proposition to today's fast food approach, where success means a short-lived surge in interest. News is only the point of departure for futures journalism. The interest is in the journey. We've seen a similar shift in emphasis in the world of brands, from the point of sale to the ongoing consumer experience. Depth and longevity of engagement are proving a source of untapped value. Will the same be true for journalism? It won't be an easy shift. Will today's crumbling institutions spot the opportunity, or will newcomers corner the vast potential first? This raises some critical questions for the stakeholders in futures journalism. How might rigorous reporting of change, with an emphasis on future consequences, affect business practice, government and social behaviour? What would be the ideal relationship between institutions for futures journalism and other organisations shaping the future in business, society and governance? Which established or emerging financial models would best support futures journalism? Thank you for listening. Thanks to Anna for reading her chapter for us, and a thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in today. If you like the podcast, do us a favor and head over to iTunes or Stitcher Radio, give us a rating or leave us a review. If you have any specific feedback, you can always contact me at april at fastfuturepublishing.com. And I do apologize for getting this episode out a bit later than usual, and sorry if I sound funny. I had some dental work done yesterday, and I found out the hard way it's a little hard to do a podcast whenever you can only feel about half of your face. In the meantime, pick up a copy of The Future of Business, or to learn more about us, visit us at www.fastfuturepublishing.com. You can also sign up for our newsletter while you're over there. Until next time, I'm your host, April Corey, and I'll talk to you all later. Music